Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we interrupt our program through the book of Mark because this week we celebrate Christmas. It seems like we just did this a few weeks ago, but no, it's been a year and I'm just getting older and time is going faster. This special Christmas message was preached last year by Pastor Jim Harris on December 22nd. And true to his form of late, he's basing this Christmas message on a passage that you would not normally think of when you think about Bible passages that tell us about the birth of Christ. So this year, if you're not driving your car, open your Bibles to Galatians chapter 4, verses 1 through 7. Why there? Well, because this is one of those places where the Apostle Paul teaches us what Christ's birth should mean to us. I love these sermons because they help me look at the celebration of Christmas through a new lens that I may not have considered before. And they always force me to look again through all the cultural accoutrements that now come along with the celebration of Christmas to see again the real meaning not just of the celebration, but what this means for my life every day of the year. Here is today's slice of the message entitled, God Sent Forth His Son. When you become a Christian, God places you into His family by the work of the Holy Spirit. And at the same time, He places His Holy Spirit into you to enable you to walk with Him in joyous obedience. So He sent forth His spirit into our hearts that we might um, cry, Abba, Father. Abba is the diminutive of the Aramaic word for father. It was a term of endearment like daddy or papa. Um, There's only one person on the face of this earth that ever can call me dad. But all of us who have come to faith in Christ who are God's children by faith, we can call Him Papa, Daddy, Abba, Father. And when you come in faith to Christ and you've chosen to reject your sin and you've declared your need that you have to have a Savior, that's your only hope, then the Holy Spirit brings you into this family relationship with God the Father. And from that moment on, you can approach Him anytime, knowing He always hears you, knowing He knows what you need even before you ask, knowing He cares for you more perfectly than you can even comprehend. When I first believed in Christ, I'd never read Galatians chapter 4, verse 6. I didn't know what Galatians was, never heard of it. But I had for me what was a strange and new and, I have to say, wonderful sensation. I woke up the next morning after I had put my faith in Christ the night before, put my feet on the floor, sat on the side of my bed, and said out loud, Good morning, Lord. That was so weird. Where did that come from? Well, He put His Spirit within me, by which the most natural thing to do is cry out, Abba, Father. 
When I got to know the Bible, I learned the reality of what that was an expression of. Can, can you relate to that? Now, it doesn't have to be the same weird experience I had. You know, my experience is my experience, and that's how much it's worth. But something like that should be your experience if you belong to God through faith in Jesus Christ. If you belong to God through faith in Jesus Christ, you ought to have a desire to talk to your Father, to pour out your heart to God. If there's no desire for that, boy, today's a really good day to ask yourself, do I believe? Do you talk to God? That's one of the marks of being one of His children. Galatians chapter 4, verse 7. Here's the conclusion. Therefore, you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir through God. Go read Romans chapter 8. We are joint heirs with Christ. Fellow heirs with Christ. How does his future look? It's pretty good. We get in on everything that he inherits because we are his children. And do you realize that just as it was in the ancient laws of adoption, so it is in the family of God? If you are an adopted son, you're an heir. You're not scrambling for it. You're an heir. You will share in everything that belongs to Christ. And if you've never come to faith... In Jesus Christ, if you've never put your trust in Him for forgiveness and salvation, I can tell you that the Bible says that the right day to do that is today. Hebrews chapter 3, Hebrews chapter 4, today is the day of salvation. Anything you're trying to do in order to tip the scales of God's justice in your favor, that's bondage. Let it go. This... Christmas season, I love the idea of gifts, but there's one that matters, the free gift of eternal life in Jesus Christ. Relinquish your love for your sin and your self-righteousness. Accept the free gift of life in Christ Jesus. And you know, it's even possible to come to Christ and then be tripped up by the same kind of message that the Judaizers brought that drags you back into the bondage of feeling like you have to grind it out to please God. If you're thinking that way, stop. Take a step back and realize you live by grace through faith just as you were saved by grace through faith. Why? Go back into a kindergarten of works when you've been given a Ph.D. in grace. Stand in His grace. Well, you might say, when the fullness of time came, God sent forth His Son, born of a woman, born under the law, so that He might redeem those who were under the law, that we might receive the adoption as sons. I wrote all that. I worked pretty hard on it, thought about it a lot, prayed about it a lot. And this morning as I was going over all this, I was thinking, yeah, pretty good preacher. You nailed that one. 
Nobody's going to expect you to preach from Galatians on Christmas Sunday. Then I started realizing, yeah, but you know what? It's got to come off the page. It's got to... It's got to have the impact that God means it to have or it doesn't matter. Now, I'm going I'm to take a wild guess about you, and I want you to know I was praying for you early this morning, still dark, because I'm going to take a wild guess that you just might have on your schedule in the next several days some sort of a get-together. Maybe? Could, could be? And you're going to be with different people. You need to remember what this is, what this says, and who you are. I know how a lot of these things work. So there's reasons why suicides and depression spike during the holidays. Because it's all about family. And, if, and, and, and what if you're the one like one among us that, that lost husband and dad and grandpa The week before Christmas, that's a downer. What if there's somebody that used to be around the table in your family and they're no longer with you now? Or worse yet, what if there's somebody who's going to be across the table from you and there's a problem? You know, some of the hardest people to deal with have first names like aunt, uncle, grandpa, Mom, dad, son, neighbor, listen, if we're going to celebrate the Savior, if we're going to celebrate that God sent forth His Son, let's make sure that we do it as adopted children of His and that we demonstrate what it means to have a Ph.D. in grace and that we stand in grace, for goodness sakes, if there is going to be a, different, a difficult one in your holiday gathering, don't you be it. You know, I, I was pretty convinced when I, when I came to the Lord that God had given me the spiritual gift of argumentation, and I was going to bring my dad into the kingdom by practicing my gift. Ouch. Marcia will tell you how we specifically got uninvited to the first Thanksgiving after we were married. Ouch. Look, who are we? What does it mean to to be redeemed? What does it mean to be reconciled? What does it mean to be an heir of God? What does it mean to have His Holy Spirit? What does it mean to forgive? You know, forgive means nothing unless a wrong has been committed. We don't have to be proven right. We need to be proven godly. That's our point. Romans 12, 18, if possible, so far as it depends upon you, be at peace with all men. And the later manuscripts say, especially at Christmas. Why? Well, that's when we're talking about Christ. So let's act like him. Just, just so you know, I prayed for you in that sense for this week. And let's pray now. Father, how we thank you for the fact that you sent your Son, that we might be redeemed from our bondage, and that we might be your heirs. That's too majestic for us to truly fathom. But Father, as we go into days when even the people around us who who don't know the Savior say words that mean so much. Help us to, to seize those opportunities to speak in love the truth of who the Savior really is. Have your way with us. To that end, we pray in Jesus' name.
Amen. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.